It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B in the corner. To Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Danny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armand Ross. They brought the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Parkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Welcome in to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Brian Elsie checking in here. Anthony Bellinos, he's getting connected right now. So, uh, big weekend coming up. Michigan, Michigan State, Saturday night. Now, Anthony wants to talk about that here coming up. Will this trend continue? Right, there's a little teaser. There's a fun stat. So, if you're a Michigan fan, you may want to listen to it or... Maybe you don't want the trend to continue because you want major changes in your basketball program. And then uh, I'm sitting here watching ESPN and Caitlin Clark against Michigan last night. She she made history. She passed Kelsey Plum for the women's all-time scoring record in college. She just needed eight points in the first quarter to uh, pass Kelsey Plum. She got 23 in the first quarter, and she ended up dropping uh, almost a 50-burger, 49 points in the 106-89 win for Iowa over Michigan. So, Caitlin Clark is a new uh, scoring leader for for women in all time in college. So, congrats to Caitlin Clark. And one thing that's been impressive about just women's college basketball in general the last few years uh, you can see the the explosion, the growth of women's basketball here, like the last five years. And I think this is just the beginning for women's basketball of their growth. Um, I don't think we're even close to the peak that women's basketball, I think, can get to. It's not saying it's going to get to men's or NBA level, but it's, I think it's just at its infancy of where it can grow. Because I still think you kind of peek at the college game for women's basketball, and there's a huge disparity between the top teams and just kind of everyone else. It's a lot better than it was 
15 years ago where it seemed like if you weren't a top three team, you had no chance of, you know, coming within like 20 points of that team. But now it's gotten a little better now, but I think it's getting to a better place. So congrats to Caitlin Clark on uh, setting that record. And, you know, someone like her, that's helping. You know, teams like LSU last, you know, couple years with Angel Reese, you had South Carolina, you know, it's not just a, it's Tennessee and Connecticut. Like it was, you know, 10 years ago or so. So a lot of, a lot of growth that has come to the women's game here. Anthony is uh, connecting here in just a second. You'll see him on screen. Right there he is. He's on screen now. But uh, as for the Red Wings, moving on from women's basketball, Red Wings, they fall to Vancouver 4-1 to one with uh, some verbal warnings before the game. Good morning, Anthony. Can you hear me? Nope, he can't hear me yet. So I will just keep going on. Uh, it's tough for the Wings. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you saw the verbal warnings that the NHL sent out about Jake Wallman doing the gritty and then saying breaking unwritten rules of hockey. You know, the worst thing in all sports, unwritten rules, because they're so important that we didn't write them down in the rule book. You know, Ryan, I think you're spot on there. Good morning, by the way. Thank you. Um why Why did the NHL have to tell everybody, like, hey, just in case, like, you know, we know that you celebrated after your game-winning goal the other day, but don't do that. Like, when did that become a thing? I don't know. I think it stemmed, honestly, from I think Ottawa, Toronto, and the slap shot empty netter to where the Ottawa player got hurt by the the Toronto guy. I think it was more they didn't want that situation to arise again. So the Red Wings and Canucks caught strays from it. I think it was more of like, hey, you guys are, are okay, but we don't want it to go to this. So I think it was more of, you know, Wings and Canucks catching strays and really like, you know, you guys didn't do anything that bad. They did. So we want to make sure you don't. You know, it's like and if, whoever gets caught second, you know, gets in more trouble. So I think the Red Wings and Canucks are going to get in more trouble if something happened, like it happened with Ottawa and Toronto. What I don't understand is that, you know, it's such an a, like it's, it's post-game at that point, right? Post-celebration that you're going to track somebody down and cross-check him to the head. Like, why was it a five-game suspension? Why not give them 20 and just change the complexion of the entire team? Be like, look, if you're going to do this, like, this is what it's going to cost you. Yeah, and it was completely different for the Wings because, the well, and it was a penalty shot in overtime. So everyone is off the ice. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, it's an empty netter. You know, everyone's just you know, kind of hanging out, skating around. Like, it was over. Like, who cares what happens after a penalty shot, a shootout? Like, like nothing's going to happen. In, in hockey, you don't, you know, teams don't shake hands on the ice after the game unless it's the end of a playoff series. 
Yeah, I mean, even shaking hands after a game is overrated. Uh, you know, for for me, you know, it's I, I've I've never oh, yeah, really your uh, coach like slapping people after every game. That happened one time, one time, and don't touch me, and then I don't have to slap you, right? Uh, don't you, touch me during a handshake, you know. You, you touch me during the handshake, I might have to give you, you know, what five fingers. No, and, no skin on skin contact during handshake. That's just way too inappropriate. Definitely not. You know, when Wisconsin was there, I watched that afterwards when they came to play Michigan, um, you know, just to see what the handshake line uh, was was like, and if I was correct, if I was correct, the uh, strength coach just kind of hung out on the bench and got got things together and went you know took his stuff to the locker room but he did not participate in any of the activities if if it's all the same person which I believe that it was um that's that's where that's where it was at when Michigan played Wisconsin not that long ago so uh we shall uh I just I you know at the end of the at the end of the playoff series okay uh regular season games like I don't I don't need to I don't need to have it me personally, it, it just doesn't, it's not doing anything for me, you know, but that's just me. Right. I, honestly, I don't care. Like, I don't mind the football way either, where it's just kind of like, say hi to the people you want to. If not, you can get the hell out of here. Yes. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm okay with that too. Right. Like for hockey, if you're on the ice, you want to go say hi to someone that's on the ice and you're on there sure if not like and hockey's different anyway you're kind of already force funneled into the locker room mm-hmm. yeah with your bench being right there you can just turn around and 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 walk right out uh we'll step aside when we return michigan and michigan state hit the hardwood tomorrow night we'll talk about it next year x's and bros michigan sports network Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Koepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. 
You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Um, you can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. By your Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843-866-838-4843. That's 866-838-HUGE. All right, so we got a big one coming up uh, tomorrow night. Unfortunately, it is going to be late as hell. 8 o'clock tip-off. Over on Fox, the Michigan Wolverines will host the Michigan State Spartans. And Michigan coming into this game, uh, a dismal 8-17 and overall, 3-11 and in conference play. Uh, Michigan State 16-9 and on the year, 8-6 and uh, in conference play. And Michigan State trying to build a little bit of, uh, little bit of momentum to where the Spartans have. Uh, they've got some positives that they can build on. Winners in four of their last five. That lone loss being on the road to a good Minnesota team. I don't want to take anything away uh, from what Ben Johnson has done uh, in the job there for the Golden Gophers because Minnesota right now is only half a game back of Michigan State. Game and a half, pardon me. Game and a half back of Michigan State in the uh, in the Big Ten Conference standings. So a road game here at Michigan uh, to carry on. And honestly, I, I said winners in four of their last five. If you want to go back a little deeper, uh, seven of their last ten. Like that's a that's a pretty good it's a pretty good number here uh, for Michigan State with only six games remaining in the regular season. Now this road trip to Michigan, they've already seen each other once. That one was at the Breslin, and it wasn't particularly close. Uh, Michigan State won by 19 points, and that 20 point blow was 81 to 62. Uh, Michigan, on the other hand, we have talked uh, pretty much at length about their struggles. Uh, they are I, I don't really know. The good news is Doug McDaniel will be there, so that's a positive. They, too, have six games remaining uh, in conference play and in this regular season. They can't get over fast enough. And as Michigan State is 4-1 and one in their last five, Michigan is 1-4 in their last five. And what's really kind of bothersome uh, for me is just the way that, you know, sure, you could say, well, yeah, it's a lack of execution. Well, yeah, sure. That's absolutely part of it, uh, a lack of execution. Uh, but the the problem here is that here, there are some uh, the defensive letdowns that we've talked about that I don't actually believe are Jawan's fault. Like, there's no way some of the things that happen on a on a regular basis. You can watch it, uh, watch it. You know this this weekend if you if you watch the game on Saturday, you'll see uh, what I'm talking about. There will be. Just some catastrophic meltdowns. We're like, how in the world, how does that happen? Now, Michigan is, is in some danger here, folks. They're in some danger. The worst season that they have had, the worst season since they have had since 1990 was actually John Beeline's first year. Back in 2007, 2008, they were 22 and 13 the year prior to they went 10 and 22 in Beeline's first year after, you know, parting ways with Tommy Amaker. And then they lost in the second round of the tournament, went 21 and 14, and then it's all, 
it's all tournaments and sunshine and rainbows from there outside of 2014-2015. They won 10 games that year in Beeline's first year. Brian Ellerby's last year before Tommy Amaker took over in the 2000-2001 season, they were 10-18. and 18. They have not won single-digit games in a season since the 1981-82 year. If Michigan cannot win 10 or more games, so you, th- you got six games left, you got to win two of them. It would be just the third time since 81-82 that they've been held under 10 wins. And the first time, pardon me, it would be the second time since 81-82 that they've been held under 10 wins. If they can get to 10, that's the third time uh, that that has happened since 1980. And if they go to single-digit wins, it's the first time it's happened since 81-82. Uh, that to me is kind of glaring right there. Like I kind of feel like that's something that, um, you know, as far as bad as the season has been, it's something that you know you should you should kind of realize the historical relevance here of how rough this has been. And if you want to take it back even further, since 1963, we can go back to the uh, the 63-64 year, right? Because that gives us a a real solid, I mean, we're talking about the 60s now. That gives us a very, very solid data point of the historical relevance of how bad this team has been. But if you want to take it back to 1964, and I'm good with that because it gives us an even whole number that we can work with. We're talking about 60 years. It's a lot of years, folks. It's a lot of years. And it would be the third time for single-digit wins in 60 years that this has happened in Michigan basketball. I don't know if it will happen. you got to win two. I just don't know. If, if, if you can't win on the road, you got three left on the road. Your home games are Michigan State, number two, Purdue, and Nebraska ball at the end of the year. Maybe you feel good about Nebraska ball. Minnesota gave Purdue all they could handle last night. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Purdue ended up sliding out in uh, and winning that game 84-76. But, I mean, Minnesota was getting after it last night. And Purdue's been good. Purdue has been good. But for Michigan and Michigan State, what does the what does this rivalry game mean to you? Would you prefer, if you were a Michigan State fan, that Michigan be better at this point of the year? Would that be something that would be... Would it Would it be more... Because here's the thing. Like, Michigan versus Michigan State football this past year. We knew with everything that was happening, barring a catastrophic meltdown from Michigan, that that game was going to be a, a three-and-a-half-hour walk in the park. Like, we we knew that, Right. And it wasn't as fun, right? When Michigan State and Kenneth Walker beat Michigan, I have to imagine there is a little bit more uh, gratification. It's a little bit more gratifying if you're a Michigan State fan because of the expectation and eventually where Michigan ended up at the end of that year, right? This year, does it feel... 
I don't know. Does it feel good? Like you beat him by 20 the first go around. And, and historically in this rivalry, whatever happens in the first game at home, uh, the other team will come back and uh, do the same when they're at home. I just don't see, I don't honestly foresee that happening. Uh, I don't want to write it off as a loss because it is a, you know, it's, they still got to roll it out there. You still have to go play. Anything can happen. Couple lucky bounces. You make some shots. You feel good about life. But for me, I think I've seen enough to say that I don't foresee that really happening. I really don't. Uh, I don't foresee, you know, Malik Hall coming off a career game. They're just starting to hit their stride uh, where I think Michigan State fans, you know, can grand scheme, big picture, look at this thing and say, okay, all right, we've got some, we've got some positives brewing here. Things are, things are looking good. It's not all doom and gloom. The sky is not falling. Uh, you know, we're get get geared up and ready to go for the Big Ten tournament. You're fighting for seeding, so you have a lot to play for here in a rivalry game. Uh, you are tied with Northwestern right now in that in that shuffle. You're both eight and six. You get a win tomorrow night. You bump up to nine and six. You hop Northwestern, and right now in the four seed in the Big Ten tournament, feeling really good about the buys. So I I think that if you are a you know, if you're a, if you're a Michigan State fan, I wouldn't really say you have much to worry about. Uh, and let me know Monday, right? That'll be our homework assignment. Everybody, watch uh, Big Ten Shooty Hoops tomorrow night. Give me a full evaluation of how you think I did my job, and then we'll talk about if it was gratifying or not uh, Monday morning. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this: winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network.
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. That's 866 838 4843. The refund process has began uh, for the fans that were left out at uh, the Waste Management Open there in Phoenix. So you've got that going on. The Genesis is underway, and the Genesis is getting the best of everybody right now. Uh, Tiger Woods cited back spasm. They, the only thing I can't, the only thing that's bothered me about Tiger Woods throughout the course of his career is every time that there's a bad shot, there's like an injury like to it. Oh, I had back spasms. Like, oh, okay. All right. You, you shanked it. Like, it is what it is. And he said it, too. He's like, no, I, I shanked it. Like, that, that happened. That absolutely happened. And one of us. Right, Rory McIlroy took a couple uh, couple of digs out of the sand before he three-putted. He was mad. Scotty Scheffler three-putted for a par and uh, threw his ball into the bushes. Like, I mean, the it, it, it was really getting the best of those guys. Uh, one over for Tiger Woods, carding a 72 in his return. Uh, so that's where he finds himself right now in the in the Genesis. But that course seems to be getting the getting the best of people. All right, uh, Ryan did Ryan did add this. Uh, from an entertainment standpoint, yeah, it's awesome when both teams are great, but selfishly, Michigan can continue to free fall. Wow. Harsh words there. Let's get to Dale from Muskegon. Wants to talk a little Michigan shooty hoops. Good morning, Dale. How are you, my friend? Hey, good morning, man. I've been plowing since 5 a.m. yesterday. I slept in my truck twice for maybe 45 minutes. Been listening to sports radio the whole time, 96.1 the game. So anyways, Michigan basketball, don't you think, and I believe for me, I'm a little selfish. We just won a national championship in football. Like now we got to be good at basketball. We kind of want it all. It's kind of our nature to want everything. Like can't we just be happy that Michigan just won the national championship, celebrate that, and, and let that carry us over? You know, our pride is so bad. We Now we got to be – I mean, well, Dale, I think that honestly, like what you're saying is the reason that the the uh, the the barbarians are not already at the gates. I, I honestly believe that um, if if Michigan hadn't won, if there would have been some sort of like a poor football season and attention would have shifted to basketball earlier. But most Michigan fans, now that they won the uh, won the national championship in football, they honestly could not care less. They they really just they they, they are right there, and that's why. You know, we we talk about it here because it's happening. But outside of that, like I haven't really heard. It's not like it's a it's a it's a very big topic in um you know in other in other realms. But I do think that there is uh, interest for it. I do believe uh, that it is uh, something that we should be uh, you know discussing and covering because you know at one there was one point where I really thought that you know in Michigan was it was the epicenter of of college basketball. And no, they don't have to be both great. There's, I, I understand what right. you're saying there. Uh, that's fine. But they de- definitely can't be dead last in the conference, especially when you're paying the head coach what you're paying them. I'm with you 100%. So let's go back and think, who is the last college football and college basketball team 
too. I know there's a few that were competitive in both, and, and one made it better, but did Florida, is that the last one who won it both at the same, like, one football, then one basketball, and the same, is there anybody in between, or was it not Florida? There was a few teams that were really good, won natties, and then almost NCAA championships, too. Do you know any, the last one to do that? Uh, I can I can try to. Uh, Florida won the basketball championship in 2006 and 2007 and uh, the national title in football in 2006. Uh, so you, were they you, the last team? Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah, that was, that was the last, uh, that was the last team to be able to do both. That was pretty, That's pretty special. And, and I'm a Michigan fan. Like I am sad that we're losing. I'm, I, you know, I, but I am celebrating our victory still. Uh, I, you know, I, it does always bug me out. I am a sports nut. Like I love everything. I watched the waste management um, tournament. I went last year to the Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage in Detroit. Um, that was awesome. That was so much fun, man. Uh, I think that it's been uh, probably two years coming now. I've been trying to get you guys out on the golf course, so this is going to be the year we link up. And it sounds like we're gonna. I'm going to try to get you to your sponsor, Tully Moore, for St. Nice, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think that uh, I think I think Tully Moore. Uh, we all we got to do is is host an outing there. That's all we got to do. I've already talked to the huge yeah, one about this. I'm like, we got to, we got to, yeah. we got to host something for the. We got to do it for the listeners. Yeah, I listen, man. If you guys do something, to, I really don't even care. Are you guys are based out of where, Detroit or? So we're we're in the, we're in three separate locations. Ryan, Ben, and I are in three different locations. Ben's over on your side. Ryan and I are in different cities yeah, over I've, on the east side. Yeah, I've met Ben with Zane before. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, Zane yeah, did our voiceover yeah, work. Yeah, 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 I love Zane, Ben. I do, I do a little bit on his podcast like once a week, and I met Ben through him on the old radio show years ago when they were doing a, a radio show. on. It was a sports radio station, but they were doing regular radio, so after I'd listen to sports all night, they would come on, and I would just keep on, because they were funny, you know? Just keep on, keep it on, man. We we love that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, man, listen, I love you guys. I won't hold you hostage. I appreciate you guys being there for us in the morning. Love the love the show. I really, really want to get out and play some golf with you guys, man. Oh, I man, I can't wait to go out there and hit some bombs, Dale. Hey, I played last week. I shot 44-45. Yep, at Oak Ridge Golf Course here in Muskegon, it was walking only. It was 50 and 54. I played nine one day and nine the next. I shot 44 the first day, but and my 44 wasn't a 44 because I took a mulligan, which I don't usually do, but it was winter golf. We were kind of playing around a little bit, so I did take a mulligan. Then the next day, I shot a 45 with no mulligan, no nothing, just... You know, winter rules, of course. That feels uh, that's got to feel pretty good. Your your first round out, your your uh, swings usually it's purest, right? You might not score very well, uh, but you know yeah. you do feel pretty good because you're not over swinging. You're just out there to play. You're not too worried about the card, and you actually end up hitting some good golf shots. I, well, I bought a new driver and a new three wood this year, man. I don't not know what happened. My swing speed is 100 to 103. My ball speed's like 138 to 142. And I used to hit the ball 240 to 250 with a little bit of slice. Now, all of a sudden, my ball's going straight up in the air. My ball speed and swing speed are still the same. And I'm only getting 200 yards. So it's all spin, the simulator. When I go to the simulator... It's all spin and launch angle. So I bought a new driver. It was horrendous. 
uh, I actually kept it straighter, but it didn't go nowhere. I got the new King Cobra, which is like offset. It looks like somebody put the club head on wrong. That's how offset <laughs> this thing is. <laughs> when you look down next to a normal driver, it seriously looks like somebody made a mistake with this thing. But I kept the ball straighter, but I got no distance. And I just can't sacrifice. That was, that's what happened with my 44-45. I used to get... You know, if I couldn't put on and do because it'd be a little errant, I'd be chipping for eagle. Now I'm chipping for birdie, have to make the putt for par. I'm leaving, you know, I used to leave driver nine iron and driver wedge in. Now I'm leaving driver seven, driver six on par fours. And I just can't do that. I need to get back to my swing. It's obviously over the top. I know what I'm doing. I'm sure I'm boring all your non-golfers listeners, but you get it. You're a golfer. You understand the struggles, right? I I understand this. That's the beauty of the game, Dale. That's the beauty yeah, of the game. Uh, how much fun! You know, I two years ago I played six of the top ten. I played uh, what is that? Gray walls in the UP last year. Yeah, Marquette. Oh my gosh, beautiful! But last year, so two years ago I played six of the top ten in Michigan, and then last year we played eight of the top ten under a hundred dollars to try to change up some of the nicest courses. Pilgrim's Run, uh, you know, stuff like that. I played American Dunes twice, three times, because it's, you know, it's kitty corner from my house. So, still played some really, really nice, expensive ones, but kind of took a little break. My goal this year is to play something out of the state in the top ten of the United States. Uh, last, two years ago, I played TPC at Myrtle Beach. Man, it looks like it's a different thing. It's a different thing when you're playing a tour course like that. The bunkers look like somebody took a razor knife and cut the sand with an exacto razor knife. You know, you know. instead of bunkers look a little trashy, it was just, there's not a leave on the course. The only way you lose a ball is if you hit it in the water. If you hit it in the woods, it don't matter. Well, you could take the ferry across Lake Michigan, can't you? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. What about, uh, what's what's Whistling Straits? Is is Whistling Straits public in Wisconsin? It is, it is public, and I already checked into it. you got to do it, stay and play, so it's going to be super expensive. Oh. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and same with, like, uh, Pinehurst down in North Carolina. They got, what, 12 courses? Only two of them do you have to do play and stay. All the rest of them, you can walk on. Yeah, so I think it's, it's uh, n- number two and number eight, I believe, at Pinehurst. Two, are the... two and nine, maybe, whatever it is. But the rest of them, you can walk on. But, listen... I work, I work nonstop. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke cigarettes. I'm a family man. My wife understands. All I do is golf for fun. I don't do nothing else, you know? So if I want to spend $2,000 on a golf weekend once a year, she's okay with it. Well, that's yeah, good. I'm yeah, glad you have, I'm glad you have her blessing. Plus, you're good for the economy, yeah, Dale. Look at it that way. You're good for business. Yeah. yeah. And I played both of your sponsors, Tony Moore and St. Eyes. I played both of those uh, two years ago. Beautiful courses, man. Absolutely gorgeous. Love they are. They are. Tully Moore. The people were, the people were amazing. The, the like customer service. Everybody was amazing. It was a great place. And if you guys do something there, just know me and my little crew, we're in. As a matter of fact, I'll let you know, wherever you do it, we don't care. We played in Detroit last year. Twice we played. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the name right now, but they were. One of them was like the top course over in Detroit, top public course. It was beautiful, man. Beautiful. And then we played, I forget the other one, but they were both amazing and a good time, man. 
Well, trust me, if, if we oh, do something, we will uh, we will promote that heavily so that everybody knows how to get in. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be there for sure. Well, it was good catching up with you. Thanks for giving me so much time today, man. Hey, Dale, it. we love you, partner. Thank you. You know I love you guys too, man. Tell Ben I said hi. All right, be good. There goes Dale. Bye. Dale is ready to ready to get the sticks out. He's ready to join the tour. I love that. Uh, I would per- Matt on Facebook said, I would prefer MSU badly beat Michigan. I know Izzo has said many times that a rivalry isn't a rivalry unless both teams are good. I don't think that's really true. Go read the MGO blog after the 49-0 beatdown in football. Many, many comments about wanting more points, and there was a relish in the embarrassment. That's just how this rivalry is. That comes from Matt on Facebook. So uh, Matt says, yeah, burn them. Give them all you got for 40 minutes. Hang 100 on them. Uh, Howard has to go. He's not a good coach for Michigan. All his teams have done is underachieve, minus when he had B-lines players. Can't coach defense at all. It was more about uh, jet shooting 30 times a game and not passing. Don't blame Hunter for leaving. He wasn't going to win anything at Michigan. They're getting worse every year. He has to go. That's from Ranger Dave. Uh, well, look, Ranger Dave, I mean, that's that's the that's the criticism. That is the indictment, if you will, uh, on where Michigan basketball is at right now. Uh, I don't blame Hunter for leaving. He he saw the writing was was on the wall. He knew it was. He knew it was. And so for, you know, for me to be, you know, in this position now after so many good years uh, with the program and just to see uh, where it's like, you know, you should have been able to continue to build on that momentum. You know, I just feel like we, uh, we missed out and we just, uh, we just missed out on a really good opportunity to capitalize and keep that momentum going, but uh, gotten a little bit of a stalemate. And then you had, you know, guys, you know, like Caleb Houston who left after one year, uh, Kobe Bufkin left after two, a jet left after one. And I don't tell you, you know, I'm not mad at jet Howard. Uh, I don't know if he was, you know, he should have been a spot up shooter versus a dominant, uh, a ball dominant player. In my opinion, that's what I would have done with him. Cause he could shoot it. Uh, the, but you know, have him, you know, really specialize that in his freshman year. Don't ask him to do too much, but have to ask him to commit on the defensive and rebounding side. And uh, it's just, it's amazing how quickly things can go South as for the Michigan State fan that's upset over the football score and wants blood, I get that too, man. I understand. I really do. You know, it did feel good when Michigan beat Ohio State. It kind of felt like, yeah, like let's get those just like football chants going out here, huh? Like let's get it, let's get it rolling a little bit. Let's get people excited. Let's do this. And that to me uh, was uh, was was fun to see, right? And to have the I don't know that uh, that kind of feeling like there there is a, a certain level of dominance. Although I don't know what the equivalent of forty nine to nothing is in basketball. Uh, I don't know if there is an equivalent, but if there was, it's probably like you know eighty five to forty. I guess maybe that would be somewhat of an equivalent. Well, kind of like what Illinois just did to uh, just did to Michigan. Yeah, you beat them by thirty or forty points. I think that's that's probably it's not. It's not the same, but it's getting closer to maybe you feel uh, a little bit a little bit better, and you already have a 19 point win uh, against Michigan. So uh, rivalry weekend, I was hoping was going to be you know very special this year, and that we were going to have a really big matchup that was going to matter uh, for the landscape of college basketball, not just for Big Ten seeding, but for 
NCAA seeding purposes, and I just don't foresee that happening. I just don't see it. Like it's a, uh, it's, a it's it's an unfortunate reality of you know kind of kind of where we are uh, where where we're at, and it's just uh, it's too bad. All right, I had this segment saved for uh, NBA All Star Weekend, but we could we could shift that around a little bit. We can get to the uh, the league as a whole at the break. We'll get you caught up with what is going on. Uh, as far as the, um, the the skills competition and the dunk contest, the three-point shootout, uh, are you going to partake in any of the all-star game festivities? Right? Are you going to are you going to hop in and uh, you know watch? We've got uh, we've got two games tonight: the celebrity game and the rising stars game. Cle- Canton Charge, Cleveland Charge, whatever they are now. Uh, Imani Bates uh, on a two-way deal with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He has been uh, he got the election to go to the Rising Stars game. Uh, so the uh, former Eastern Michigan Eagle will be participating in that tonight. I think that that might be worth uh, flipping on the old television to take a uh, to take a gander at after a tough Red Wings loss. We'll get into that as they were on the road in Vancouver. A lot of red jerseys in those stands last night, though. Uh, for the uh, for the wings, that was a that was a tough game against the uh, against the old Canucks there. And then um, you know we did get a couple of a uh, couple of nice emails after our uh, discussion yesterday, uh, which took place in regards to uh, the Kansas City shooting. I'll, I'll get to some of those. And Corey Woods will join us live on the uh, on the Pistons where we're at at the break. What he thought of the moves uh, that were made and uh, beef stew behind bars. That's kind of fun. It's just uh, that's really more or less for the alliteration. He's not actually behind bars. Uh, he is um, he is he is free. <laughs> he is free. Uh, so we will uh, we will get into all things Detroit basketball coming up with Corey Woods at uh, at eight thirty five uh, this morning. But you know, so far, a lot of Michigan Michigan State hoops action there. Still want to know where your uh, the equivalent is when MSU beat Michigan in two thousand one fourteen to sixty three. 114 to 63 is that uh is that the equivalent right there that's pretty close it's pretty close i just don't know if there is an equivalent i guess is my point we'll step aside back with more x's and bros hour number two is next here on the michigan sports network we played for the thrill that rush you feel with the game on the line i'm herman moore lions all pro wide receiver now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's 
and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken drumsticks for 99 cents per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks when I shop in-store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.